You're listening to a DM podcast. We would like to acknowledge that this podcast is recorded on the traditional lands of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to elders both past and present. is the Dude Cinema Podcast. But I was just like scrolling through it like nerds, 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 like I don't care. <laughs> Movie shaming needs to stop. Obviously a dude wrote this script. These teeth aren't friends and I'm like, I'm about it. I honestly think that this movie should just be called Red Flags. <laughs> Let me miles tell you. <laughs> Fuck you, Stanley Kubrick. This is the Dude Cinema Podcast. My name is Nick Child and with me is my gorgeous, talented, hilarious co-host Alex J. This is the podcast where we watch all the movies that dudes have told us we have to see and joining us in the studio is one of our favourite, no, I'm going to say our favourite dude, Mr. Alexi Toliopoulos. Wow, my pleasure to be here with you today discussing the cinematic arts. Yeah. <laughs> It's always so cool to have you back on the <laughs> pod. We, we just recorded a gold class with you. I said it there. I'll say it again. We've missed you. Yeah, I missed you guys too. Not too long between drinks compared to last well, what time. What do we do? Yeah. It was Top Gun. Oh, we re- we, we redid Top we redid Gun. We redid Top yes. Gun for the anniversary episodes, the anniversary. right? Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. And I would say the movie we're talking about today has some th- similar <laughs> Su- submersive themes to Top Gun, I would say. Yeah, I think I think so. you can read it in a similar way to Top Gun if you choose to, I which is how I chose to read definitely it. Definitely choose to read it in the exact same way, mm-hmm. and I love it. Um, <laughs> so this week you've brought us Roadhouse, mm-hmm. 1989 Roadhouse with Patrick Swayze. Directed by a very aptly named man, Rowdy Harrington. <laughs> <laughs> he made that up. <laughs> For a second, I was like, I thought it was like Rowdy Roddy Piper, and I was like, he directed? <laughs> who that? I don't know who that is. a wrestler? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and honestly, it wouldn't would surprise me if that. he did direct this. I wouldn't believe if a wrestler directed this film. <laughs> yeah, professional wrestler, Rowdy Roddy Piper, and he was an actor as well. Okay. He's in They Live, the movie They Live. Oh, and Hell Comes go. to Frogtown, two wonderful <laughs> genre pictures. <laughs> they Live is great. They Live is actually a classic. Okay. Yeah. Well, then. Chuck it on the list, guys. Sure. Chuck Maybe it on the this list. is his auteur name. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> this is his pen name. So, Alexi, why, what, tell us your history with uh, Roadhouse. Why have you brought this to us today? I brought this to you today because I saw it for the first time earlier this year. Oh. It had been one of those movies that's like a cult classic and in the periphery of my existence forever. Mm-hmm. I remember in my video store days, I remember the cover so clearly. It's that it's Patrick Swayze with his great jeans and boots on and an open his shirt. He's got his arms crossed and he's like leaning against a wall and it says Roadhouse behind so him. Fucking tough, yeah. man. And I was always just like, wow, great cover. And I knew that it was like a it had a reputation as so bad it's good movie yeah, or okay. a bad movie. Mm-hmm. And it was in the cult section of the video store, but I had never I don't know why why I never saw it. Yeah. I think Patrick Swayze, I really love him, but um, he's maybe a bit of a blind spot because another, one of the biggest movies I've never seen is I've never seen Dirty Dancing. <gasps> I've never seen it Yeah, either. I've never seen that either, but mm. I do, I, I do got to see it. Yeah. And I will see it. I uh, promise probably this week after <laughs> Roadhouse, I, I'm in the sway, I'm in the way of the sways. I <laughs> keep going. <laughs> got to double back those sways. I got to go back to the sways. But I, I watched it for the first time this year Immediately, I was like, this is one of my favorite movies. And I need to find an avenue to discuss this. <laughs> I need Who to find a place. I possibly rely on? And then when I was thinking about it, I was like, I actually think I would love to hear what you two think of this movie. Because uh-huh. I think it's so fucking weird. It's a really strange... It's I just don't know how to describe it. It's mm-hmm. quite a strange movie. Because it's very macho. And I actually think it is a deeply bisexual movie. Yes, there's also a lot of camp elements oh, in it. Completely camp. So fucking camp. It's a completely camp. He's so sensitive. I think I like I, I think it's so it's a bizarre movie. Mm-hmm. And the way that I see it as well is that it's one of the more pure martial arts movies, not from Asia, like not Hong Kong mm, cinema, right. not yeah. Taiwanese cinema. I think it actually feels like a naturally birthed in the USA martial arts movie because it's like the, all, all the weird stuff feels very martial arts. Like the idea that 
um, bouncers can be famous for being bouncers <laughs> yes. and stuff. This movie I mean, is about the best bouncer. Well, not even bouncer. Cooler. 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 He's, not cooler. A, he's the best cooler. And he lives by this code and it's all philosophical and all this stuff. Yeah, and it's very, um, this small it, tr- it truly is. It's like this small scale thing where it's like this small town mm. and it's like feels more martial arts than Western. Mm. It's really weird. Okay. And I'm like, I, I became obsessed with this movie. Mm. I love that this is a, a recent watch for you. You're Hugely. you're on our side of the spectrum, mm-hmm. or our side of the pole now. Absolutely, you're watching a, a cult classic film from many many decades mm-hmm. ago for the first time. That's exciting. Beck, have you ever heard of Roadhouse before? <laughs> Alexi, you've brought us a gold ride here <gasps> because this is one of my original dude cinnamon movies. No way, Jose. <laughs> yes, yes, an ex wow. of mine who's dude cinnamon, dude cinnamon me on a lot of movies we've mm-hmm. done for this podcast. Cast, dude cinema me for this one. I remember him saying that this was his favorite film. I was like 19 at the time when wow. we were dating mm-hmm. and he was significantly older than me. Wow. And so I immediately was like, well, we've got to make this my personality for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, this is just clean OG cinema. So, it truly yeah. feels like a re- – like, that's what I think is fascinating because I can imagine macho guys are like, oh, this movie rocks. Mm-hmm. And I can imagine someone dude cinemaing you and you watch and go, bro, are you gay? Like, this, <laughs> is, this is a gay movie. Do you want to smooch boys? Yeah, this yeah. is. <laughs> oh, yeah. So did you watch it together? Oh, yeah. So it was our like three-month anniversary. Whoa, what a celebration. Oh, yeah. Big one. <laughs> when you're 19, it's a big I one. I think it is, definitely. <laughs> it's like one quarter of your life at that point Basically. <laughs> and so we uh, got a hotel and <laughs> to watch the roadhouse. To watch roadhouse. <laughs> On DVD? Like, do you have to bring oh, the DVD with Alexi? you? That is 100% yes. what happened. I bought the, the DVD and I was worried they wouldn't have a DVD player. So I hired a portable oh my DVD God. player. Wow. So you did this on very much on purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh God, the things yeah. we do in our team. Oh, but it didn't stop there because I have something that oh my God. I buried. Oh. oh, my God. I Beck. had to go so deep to find this. Not only did I Bro. get the DVD, I photoshopped our faces no, wow. onto the cover. Wow, wow, wow. And That's so sweet, by the way. printed it out and put it inside the DVD oh cover. So, wow. so creepy. This and is awesome. This is so cute. You're like freaking jigsaw, dude. <laughs> Wait till you see the picture. Yeah, this is like much. the shit that like, you find in a seven diary. <laughs> And I deleted this from all of like my laptop, my like uh, like wow. iPhotos, what? everything. So my I had actual to... memory, I got one of those <laughs> many black transmitters, <laughs> sucked it out of there, <laughs> like that pond, that weird memory pond yeah. in Harry Potter. It's like ah! too painful to remember. <laughs> all right, here it is in all of its glory. Oh my Godfather! Wow! 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 <laughs> Wow, wow, wow. That's also, I've never seen that poster for the movie before. Right? Yeah. That's not the one that Alexi was talking about (laughs) at all. It's another one that has Kelly Lynch featured. God. You've actually, like, toned the colours to match in everything. You do that at Not your first Photoshop. Mm. But also, and that was done on my phone on a, like just, a, a gonna, free app. I'm going to add one more detail. Um, that picture of you is, I think, the first headshot I ever saw of you yes, as well. It Me too. is my first <laughs> yeah. ever headshot. Oh my god! I those headshots. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, those, both a, of those headshots girly. used by the same photographer. Tip of one. Yeah. Wow. So, but I will. Um, Post what? it with the smiley face over his. Yes, mm. I'll black out his yeah. face, but <laughs> I will Alex post in. it. Put Alex on <laughs> yes. the Put Alex. You've oh. got to replace the memories, you know? Oh, my God. Oh. You're going to crack that Photoshop open. Keep the art. Okay. Replace the memories. If he's listening, I'm sorry, but I have I finally replaced you. Yeah. It's been he might be listening. 10 years. I imagine, <laughs> Actually, like, going, wow, talk about Roadhouse. Let's listen to it. First thing he hears is, it's gay. Yeah. <laughs> is this guy gay? <laughs> He'd be like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so that is the Great. first time that I watched Roadhouse and I I don't remember if I actually liked it because mm. I was so infatuated yeah. that I was like, this, of course, is the best movie. So I was so excited to watch it again. Mm-hmm. Fresh eyes, at, fresh heart. Of my own volition. Mm. Wow, your own choice. Taking yes. back the power, taking back wow. the control. <laughs> Shall we jump in? Wait, what's your history, Alexia? I don't have any. Great. Let's <laughs> <jump in>. <laughs> <laughs> Can I buy you guys a drink? 
Guess not. Patrick Swayze is... Dalton. I thought you'd be... bigger. Opinions vary. When he's around, anything can happen. How does a guy like you end up a bouncer? Just lucky, I guess. And usually does. If somebody gets in your face, I want you to be nice. Don't! Don't be rude! Ask him to walk, but be nice. Help this gentleman to the door. Until it's time to not be nice. So says the fighting philosopher. He may be hard to handle. I keep talking, you're going to go off thinking I'm a nice guy. I know you're not a nice guy. But he's easy to like. What's the matter, Dalton? Don't you like women? The worst I ever had was wonderful. He's not what you'd expect. I thought you'd be bigger. <laughs> but there's one thing you can count on. He's the best friend a good time ever had. All right. <clears throat> There's a long tagline and a long right. synopsis. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> okay. Dalton lives like a loner, fights like a professional, oh. and loves like there's no tomorrow. Wow. Is that the tagline? That's the tagline. Great tagline. I think he loves like there's heaps of tomorrows, yeah. actually. Yeah. He loves like there's, he's got all the time in the world mm. to get that relationship solid. Sorry, wow. off you go. Yeah. All right. The Double Deuce is the meanest, loudest, and rowdiest bar in the south Whoa. of Mason. Oh wait, is, and the rowdiest bar south of the Mason-Dixon line. And Dalton has been hired what about to clean north it up. <laughs> I know. Where is the representation of north of the Mason-Dixon line? I'm just sick of it. I'm sick of seeing cinema about the south of the Mason-Dixon line. People don't think about the north. It was the '80s, though, back. So it was a different time. Anyway, that's our other podcast, <laughs> Mason-Dixon line cinema. Subscribe now wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs> and Dalton has been hired to clean it up. He might not look like much. <laughs> okay, weird. But the PhD. He might not look like much. He's the this hottest sucks. man you've That's ever the seen in your life. Of his entire character yeah. brief. He looks like much. Yeah, yeah he's uh, like uh, twenty points hotter than everyone else yeah. cast in this movie. And I would say maybe it's in the movie they often go. Oh, I thought you'd be a little bit bigger, mate. Yeah. They say that so often. He they keep nagging him about it. Yeah. Oh, stop nagging, Patrick. <laughs> He's not. Th- Maybe he's a little bit short, but maybe. Yeah, but he's no Tom Cruise. <gasps> but the PhD educated bouncer proves he's more than capable, busting the heads of troublemakers and turning the roadhouse into a jumping hotspot. Whoa! <laughs> but Dalton's romance with the gorgeous Dr. Clay. Oh, great to know that I didn't know her last name. Yeah, um, puts him on the bad side of cutthroat local big shot Brad Wesley. <laughs> Okay, so for anyone who hasn't seen Roadhouse, Alexi, how would you? What would your synopsis be? How wow. would you describe this film? Well, I wrote. I, I can. I wrote down a list. I, when I watched this movie, I just wrote down a list of everything that happened in this movie okay. that I considered to be extremely cinematic. Okay, and I would say, like I said before, this is the closest thing I've ever seen that feels like, honest to God, naturally birthed in the USA, American martial arts movie. And I think there's a remake being made with Jake Gyllenhaal. And I think if they do it, they're only going to make it And Logan Paul and Conor McGregor. Oh, my God. That's what? Crazy. Yes. It's crazy. I think they should change the fight scenes to be like martial arts wuxia wire fights where they fly around. Yes. I think that's what they – that's the only way you can upgrade this they, movie. It's the yes. only way you can push mm. it to the next level. I like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Crouching Tiger, Hidden yeah. Dragon. Absolutely. So I, should I go through my list? It will basically go through the whole movie. Okay. But this is Shall everything – Shall we talk about each lit part of the list as you go through? If we want to stop and go through, Or do you want can. to read them all out and then we'll go through? Maybe we'll, I'll read them all out and then okay. we go through. Yeah. Great. Um, this, so these are all the things I consider to be foul – Powerfully cinematic, melodious, yet hard-hitting dialogue. Denim, Ben Gazzara, who is the villain of this movie. Huge tits, male ass, story worlds with a really specific buy-in. Bounces are renowned. Sweat, almost seeing a guy's hog a few times. Patrick Swayze, Patrick Swayze in suede. Big fat guys, big knives, high-neck t-shirts, wood furniture and wood panelling. A fighter that studied philosophy. The line, you're a bleeder. Gorgeous 70s style shag pad sitting atop some fucking shithole bug. <laughs> Karate casual gi tucked into denim jeans. It's just like, where he's wearing casual. the gi just tucked into his yes. jeans. I'm like, oh my God. That's, Who did 
That's some of the best costume designing I've ever seen in a movie. I Sam- love the phrase karate casual like it's a dress code. <laughs> karate casual. What's the dress That's- code? Karate casual. Oh, beautiful. I love that. For my wedding, it's going to be karate casual. I'd be like, figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not telling you. Watch Roadhouse. <laughs> That's how you're going to find out what it is. <laughs> then you got Sam Elliott anxiously watching over a wet G-string contest. <laughs> Doing laundry at a laundromat, a knife boot, clocking the knife boot, that big explosion, the next big explosion, which, by the way, there's two of the craziest explosions you'll ever see in any movie, and this is a movie about rowdy pubs. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Some of the most intense. And here's the hardest line you'll ever hear in a movie I used to fuck guys like you in prison. (laughs) That line really, I sat up straight. I was like, excuse me? Wow. That came out of the blue? Car barrel roll, shotgun blast into an explosion. Reveal the car was driven by a knife stabbed into the pedal. (laughs) Ben Gazzara's rectangle watch face with a leather wristband. You found my trophy room. The only thing missing is your ass. (laughs) And then finally, the violent squib work on Ben Gazzara being so grisly. (laughs) He's shot like seven or eight times over like three minutes. This is crazy. And every one of those things I think builds to be actually one of the great cinematic experiences. Can I add one line to that one point? Just the fact that the the movie doesn't actually end, but right at the end of the movie, someone says, this is our town and don't you forget it. Uh, Mm. It's so good. I mean. And I love – okay, this is the other thing that I – I didn't even notice this the first time. Watching it this time, the next thing that I got out of it was that – the bad guy in this movie, Ben Gazzara, one of the all-time great actors, what he is, he's like, uh, I don't even know how to describe it because I, in context of like other movies and stuff, he's not that evil. Right. <laughs> he is basically just a capitalist, which in my mind, yes, it is evil. I actually think that is the great evil course, is capitalism. But I think that in in you don't see that in – Action movies. In like 80s action movies where it's like what he's guilty of is like this is a small town and it's the proletariat. It's the people. They want their things their way. For the people, by the people, run by the people. This Mm. should be a nice cohesive town. Then this big capitalist moves in and wants to turn everything into like like malls and markets (laughs) and like building like these big superstructures and these bars that lack the heart and soul of the town because they are like corporate kind of like uh, think TGI Friday style bars <laughs> and that they, what they do is they systematically kill every single person that works for him they shoot them and t- to death rip their throats out and then at the end the town kills this man violently <laughs> yes. the police come and they're like well I didn't see anything happen I didn't see it we like, don't want a JCPenney's either. This is all. I was like, this is an anti-capitalist gay action movie, <laughs> and it's like, I was like, this is one of the best things I've ever seen. Where did that come from? Like, who no wrote idea. this? Escalates so quickly. Oh. It goes from like he's the best bouncer around, mm-hmm. isn't he sick? Mm. To people just getting killed in the most violent ways, I left, right, and center. Did not expect it. My God, I wow. forgot. I forgot how intense and like camp this movie is right, yeah. at points and ridiculous I so I'll just say it I thought this was one of the funniest fucking movies mm-hmm. I've seen in so long I was re- like as soon as it started and I really I got the tone I was ready to hate it mm-hmm. but then the camp and ridiculousness just came in and this was a joy to watch this was like mm. a craptastic joy mm. to watch I was laughing the whole way through every decision they made. I was like, what? Yeah, you have to buy (laughs) in so much. And it's interesting because it's like, it's almost craptastic, but then there's like so much effort Mm -hmm. and emphasis put on parts of the movie that you're like, so much effort. That wasn't an accident, but then all the stuff around it juxtaposes it and you're yeah. like what <laughs> what was the vision what is this what was the original vision and was it executed in this way what, yeah is did you guys do what you set out to do because if this is what you set out to do that's insane i almost feel like they wrote a movie about someone who had like a more badass profession like mm. he was like an fbi agent yep. or like a bounty hunter yes. and then at the last minute one of the executives on this movie 
went to a bar and mm. got kicked out in the most charming way by yeah. a bouncer. He like gets kicked out. He goes, "Oh my god, that's the hottest guy <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Bouncer I've ever met in my life. I have to write a movie about him." Going and just edits in bouncer, just crosses out FBI agent everywhere. Wow. Bouncer, but really pretty. <laughs> I've just looked up who wrote this movie, and I actually think it's pretty interesting because it's uh, uh, written by a pair of people, a man and a woman. Oh. R. Lance Hill is who's also credited as, like, the story by person. Uh-huh. So I guess that he it probably originates with him. And he doesn't have that many credits. But then uh, the writer that joins him, Hilary Henken, is a Golden Globe and Oscar-winning, uh, no, or Oscar-nominated screenplay writer. She co-wrote Wag the Dog. Oh, uh, I remember that. David what is Mamet? Wag the Dog? It's Wag like, the uh, Dog was a movie that you got. I got, I got it for free in my first ever purchased DVD player. Nice. One of those ones. Remember oh. when you, like when DVD players mm-hmm. first came out and so you got a few free ones? Oh, yes. Yeah. And so Wag the Dog is one. And so I watched it. I don't think I would have ever otherwise mm-hmm. watched it, but it was great. It's a, I think it's great. It's a little political satire mm. by David Mamet and it's um, Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman, Robert De Niro, mm. and the president is like, Basically, would you believe the president is involved in a sex scandal in the 1990s? Yeah. And to distract from the sex scandal, he's like, well, I have to make a fake war. So it's Dustin Hoffman and De Niro. One's a political guy. One is a Hollywood producer. So they concoct a fake war in the media mm. for to distract from that. That's the whole thing. So she wrote that. And she's also written uh, the flowers in the attic around the same time that this movie comes out. I think that, uh, oh my God, V for Vendetta? Sure, V for Vendetta? Wow. Romeo is bleeding as well. So a lot of like neo-noir kind of crimey type stuff as well, but she's quite cool. And I think, um, I mean, that's interesting that this movie is written by both a man and a woman because Mm. I think that this, that sings true to me because I do believe that this feels like a bisexual movie. That's where the bi energy is coming yeah, from. Yeah, right? Because yeah. a lot of this movie is a man who is torn between this physical interaction with men and starting this relationship with the woman and the constant struggle of those things intersecting with each other. He doesn't yeah. know which one to prioritize. He doesn't know where to go. Struggle of having, do you have a job or do you have a girlfriend? You can only have one. Exactly. He cannot have it all. <laughs> not have both. Uh, that's like a very female struggle in media. And I say that to skip every morning. I say you <laughs> have to make a decision we can't go on like this doing this every day it's either me or work (laughs) do you guys like patrick swayze in this movie i love patrick swayze in this movie i love patrick swayze in general yeah i think he is such a dream Mm -hmm. and i think he's just like he steals every you can't take your eyes off him on Mm. any scene Mm. he's so sensitive in this movie i i like him in this movie i think he was good I just don't think – I think he was – I'm going to miscast. Whoa. I, Whoa. I can't imagine anyone else doing this. This is crazy. The way what that they are building this man up to be this, like, John Wick style. Like, I don't know. It just <gasps> – I don't see Patrick Swayze as a tough guy ever. Like, really? I don't see him as a tough guy. To me, that's what works is he's so sensitive. Like, his lip quivers so much where he's, like, has to think deeply. I was like – He's bl- not a tough guy wow. i was like is was patrick was swayze trying to like rebrand as a tough guy or something Maybe. did he just do ghost and he's like yeah. yuck this is a uh, ghost is uh, one year later okay ghost oh. is his next thing after this yeah pretty much God, he's got so many layers he goes from dirty yeah. dancing to this it's just felt it's just like, Wait, i just I, don't buy it i get it and I get it, it. Was just, that's what made it even funnier though because every time they would <laughs> reference this stunningly beautiful very f- like mm-hmm. wispy feathery yeah. hair man as though he's the fucking I don't know like Dwayne the Rock Johnson oh, yeah. it was gorgeous I loved it so much I love Would you have loved to see Dwayne the Rock Johnson oh. in this role Absolutely not I think he's he's had enough he's yeah. done he's done enough roles but like I still loved him in this but like I think in the wrong way. <laughs> I think he's so beautiful. Those shots where he's reading like philosophy books in windows and all that kind of <laughs> stuff is so beautiful. I he's love gorgeous. when he's doing that shirtless Tai Chi and stuff. Yeah. Oh I love that when he's doing gorgeous. that. It's that, just beautiful. That's the hardest I've laughed in this movie was when suddenly he was just doing Tai mm-hmm. Chi for no reason except to be beautiful doing Tai Chi and just sliding. The camera loves that bot. He the does. The camera loves it. Oh my it. God. The camera hugs every inch. 
inch and curve of his body Half and face. Half of this movie was just like slow-mo close-ups mm-hmm. of his bod. Like the first establishing shot when we see him in the first bar mm-hmm. and like it's like does this slow like pan and zoom around and the first thing we see is this like really well-lit Mm-hmm. Side profile of his face. Oh. Yeah. And my <laughs> that mullet. Oh the light piercing God. the hairs of the mullet. So you see every feathered note of it. You can see, like, it's always like beams shining mm. through them. Yeah, you can feel hair and makeup just sitting with their arms folded behind yeah. like, the little screaming, like, that's right. We did that. <laughs> that's fucking right. We did that. We fucking shit. did that. Oh, You're welcome, shit. America. <laughs> and the world at large. I love it. I love it. And also, his, g- his name is. Dalton. 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 Not scary. Honestly, the first moment where I was like, I got to sink into how I'm interpreting this movie that is just ridiculous and funny Mm -hmm. was when Dalton meets, I think it's when he first meets the villain, who, by the way, to me is the least scary villain I've ever seen in my life. He's just such a little cutie. He's cute. (laughs) I don't know if we see him driving, singing along like some Frank Sinatra songs. I don't know if he's meant to be like psycho evil or something, but that just didn't translate to me. I don't think he is. Is he? I think like, He's just like, yeah, I want to build them all and wanna, stuff like that. Guys, I just want to build a fucking wall. And then wall. everyone's getting shot. All his like, nephew gets fucking killed. And then because his throat ripped out and thrown through the water. Oh, my God. He's like, I just wanted to open a Costco. Is that <laughs> crime? I think as well, it's so f- one of the best images and so funny because it just shows like how small the world of this film is, mm. is that the villain lives on the other side of the river. The river t- <laughs> And of the where Patrick Swayze lives, they can just see each other's houses at all times. Yes, and it's I think that's um just there's something I think that's why I think of this as a martial arts movie. Yeah, because they're all like a small town kind True. of thing, and that's kind of like what this movie really feels like. And the other part is that um Patrick Swayze's character for for some reason like he's got this philosopher's background. Don't like he's think a PhD about it too philosopher, hard. And he lives by like a moral code. Mm. And I think that's like something that's so like Eastern cinema, yeah, so true. like Hong Kong action type thing that he lives by this code and the code is be nice. And it's like, it's <laughs> awesome. That's what he they boiled down. The, the philosophy nice is speech. to just be like, it's be nice. And I think that's, and if you can't be nice, you will be, be, be nice. you try to be nice. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and when you can't try to be nice, beat the living <laughs> shit <laughs> out of him. I'm like, rip your rip his throat out. <laughs> It's just, it's. I think that's so special. It's so special. It's so beautiful. Another. I just looked at my notes. Another. Uh, just a shout out to a seat. Like again, the camera loves this man's body. Mm-hmm. But there's um, a shot where he's kind of like leaning on a on a, a railing, mm-hmm. like a stairs railing, and he's almost in silhouette. He's meant to be tough, but mm. he's like he's he's leaning like this, and it looks like he's about to break out into dance. Like it looks like he's about to be like boom. Yeah. And it's just gorgeous. I love it. I think that's <laughs> I the, how so you would much. improve this movie is one big dance scene. Yes. Yes. Move, I was waiting. Yeah. It felt you like see him should move be one. awesome like when he does mm. that like beautiful like kick where he like spins around up yes. in the air. It's like, okay, do that, but then start dancing immediately yeah. <laughs> after that. There's a live band right there. Come mm-hmm. on. You're and begging that, for it. That band's awesome. It's the only band that they book at the bar. They better be good. Yeah, true. They have no other bands on the roster. Every night they are playing a seven-hour set, I'm imagining. In a cage. The Jeff Healy Band. The Jeff Healy Band. And uh, I love that, that singer. I guess he's. I guess it's the real Jeff Healy, how hmm. he plays his guitar on his lap, yeah. like flat style, like a Dobro guitar, but it's a real guitar. And he's blind in real life. It felt... Oh, my God. Is he? I didn't even. I He's forgot blind. that. Yeah, wow. blind, baby. I guess that's another thing I would consider extremely cinematic. Just yeah, oh, true. Put it on the list. His eyes had to be surgically removed, and he was given ocular prosthesis. Oh wow! Wow. So he's got glass eyes, basically. Wow. wow. Oh. Yeah, I, and I love they do that Bob Dylan cover and for the closing credits. Um, God, what's the song called? Uh, when the night comes falling from the sky. Oh. And it is so much better than the original. Really? It's gorgeous the way they do I it in that, that song. I love that band. They were fantastic. He wow. Was Maybe we get into the Jeff Healy band. I, not even my style of music, but I think I like them yeah. a lot. I mean, I think I'm going to give them a listen after this. Cute. i Sorry. So I'll just finish up my thought from yeah, before. Um, sorry, sorry. When I realized what I could settle into the ridiculousness mm-hmm. of this is when, yeah, when Kurt Russell – Fuck! 
Wow. I did go into this thinking I, it was yeah. Kurt Russell. It's well, the, mullet. I, the mullet does it, you yeah. know. And also another Americanized karate mm-hmm. movie, Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. Yes. That's the uh, actually he could he maybe could pull this off. I thought it yeah. And let me tell you something else, an observation. Both movies shot by the same man, Dean Cundy. <gasps> so that, that is tracks. another reason why you got the Cundy vision on this movie. That the Cundy the touch. Cundy the Cundy vision. What did you call me? <laughs> the Cundy touch is famous for being able to capture the perfect mullet mm-hmm. shot and tight ass in jeans. Tight it. ass. Let me tell you some of the other movies Dean Cundy did: Jurassic Park, The oh. Flintstones movie, Casper, Apollo thirteen, Back to the Future two, three. Uh, probably Yikes. one, two. I can't see it in here, but no, he, yeah, he did do one. Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Lots of classic movies that you've Shit. covered. Escape from New York. Have you done that? No. Yes. Ooh, yes. We did do it. Yeah. And that's yeah, another <laughs> Kurt Russell one. Yes. We did that the week after, so I understand how those two have melded together. They have just melded together in a big yes. Kurt Russell blob. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But you were saying Kurt Russell. At one point, Patrick Swayze says to the villain when like they first meet or says to a mean guy, let's take this outside, right? And normally when I hear those words, I bristle because I hate confrontation and I hate any kind of combating or anything like, let's all just be friends, let's just be nice. But they said, let's take this outside. And I literally turned to my partner and said, that is the least scary, let's take this outside I've ever heard in my life. It was just so, but in a beautiful way. I was like, great, I'm laughing. This is a good time. This is not scary or intimidating at all. Let's fucking go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think the point where I realized that this was going to be a bit silly Mm -hmm. is three minutes into the movie when a man in a very well-lit bar where everyone is being Mm -hmm. very well behaved, a man kicks a woman in the pussy (laughs) and she pulls a knife on him. I was like, whoa, hold on a second. <laughs> this is just cool. That was crazy. Bar brawl the movie. There, yeah. ha- I don't know if we've, if anyone's counted how many brawls there were, but there were a Probably lot. Probably 14 no. minutes, I guess, there's a yeah. bar brawl in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> the there most bar brawls in the most well-lit bars of all time. Usually the more dimly lit, the oh, more fights. My Not God, it's the, end of, it's the end of a school disco all the time <laughs> in that place. <laughs> okay. Where to next? Oh, can I just do a big shout out to young Sam Elliott? Oh my Godfather! Yes, who's gorgeous? Yes, I think he's great in this movie. I did not know he was such a sexy man. I've only yeah. ever seen him as an old man. Which one was Sam? He, Elliott? you know mustache, him, Mr. Mustache. Oh, gray the one who's judging, not judging the wet t-shirt concept, overseeing he's the wet overseeing t-shirt. It. Yes, anxiously overseeing. He's anxiously overseeing it. I, I believe it was a wet g-string because I don't think they're wearing shirts. Oh were they? yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but that's him, like as we oh, all know yeah. him. Yeah, he's in Parks and Rec. He's like, yeah, and then he, he's fucking gorgeous. My god, yeah, and his like swagger and just mm. like. The charm mm-hmm. when he tells that man to not attack the woman on stage at the wet G-string contest. Yeah. He's and like, not in here, soldier. <laughs> we need you to fight the commies or whatever somewhere else. <laughs> I was like, and he just responded to that? Okay. I would say Sam Elliott as well appears alongside Ben Gazzara in one of the great dude cinema classics, Formula Podcast, uh, The Big Lebowski. <gasps> They're both in The Big Lebowski. Yes. Sam Elliott's like the yeah. mysterious cowboy guy and Ben Gazzara is like the porno guy who's mentioned that oh, the yeah. Lebowski goes to. That's so funny. Okay, that makes sense because as we were watching it, anytime Sam Elliott came on screen, Luke kept saying the dude and I was mm. like, he's not the dude and we just never resolved it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Get out. Get out. My podcast. My podcast. Can I preempt as well? Mm. Perhaps the horniest moment in this movie has quite a few horny moments. There's a scene where Sam Elliott shows a scar he has to slightly lower his <gasps> jeans and lift up his shirt, and you see like that little, little like bee. the most sensitive area in the world, and, and it's you like see got the, the top of that V up the there, top of that V, and you get a little bit. You, you very rare to see like that area. Yeah, that's and it's true. like uh, something about that was like you know you could you could smell the musk in the room. You know, uh, woman was involved in <laughs> yeah. that shot for sure. Mm. All the men were like, no, it doesn't need to go that low, and she's yeah. like, eh. Hey. Hey. Another horny scene. Mm. I, now we open the horny uh, floodgates. Oh, so we got the kids yeah. a lot of horny. The sex scene. I remember it being 
insane mm-hmm. the first time I watched it oh. and laughing because I was like, that's so silly. Yep. And it was not as silly as I remember. Mm. Is it? It's outdoors? Is it? On the it's roof. It's up against a stone wall. <laughs> Yes. Like like uncovered rocks jutting <gasps> out. He's still wearing his pants, which I think is a little bit okay. creepy. She's completely naked. Yes. Right? Is this the one where they're on the, the roof? And- Not on the roof, no. This is like before – because you wouldn't think they're fucking – but he very so they oh, start making out. Just making out. No, he's he judding. Takes you know? his dick out. Oh, do they fuck? He does like he does a little hit wow. scoop. That's dangerous does, through the through the fly. <laughs> through the fly. <laughs> this is a denim heavy movie. That's the most dangerous <laughs> I, style of fly. I know. And he's, this is the thing: is like his pants are like us. I, I can't he's believe just they pulled the boner through the fly. I don't oh, think he's no. undone the top button. Owie. Like of how the pants are staying up. I wrote, I just typed in Roadhouse sex scene and um, I guess called Roadhouse is a real places. It actually took me to porno, not just, <laughs> not just, oh, no, yeah. shit, I'm on the work Wi-Fi, shit, <laughs> shit, shit, shit. <laughs> and you'll not take me to see you on the movie just so it's like, yeah, people fucking at Roadhouse and stuff. <laughs> Public pornos. <laughs> They're all wearing denim. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Just with the through the fly. <laughs> I always say, I Kelly Lynch. I didn't know who she was in the first time I watched it. Watch again. Um, she's an actor. I've always been like, what else has that person yeah, done? Yeah, she had a face where I was like, I've seen I know what you've seen else. her in, and I didn't figure it out till today. She's the uh, Sam Rockwell's partner in Charlie's Angels. She's the one that oh they're like the evil team together. Her and Sam Rockwell. Oh my god! Yeah. That's one of the Kelly greatest Lynch. movies of all time. One of my favorite ah! movies. What's her first name, sorry? Kelly Lynch. Kelly Lynch, Charlie's Uncles. I read that there was um, yeah. someone else was cast in that role before Kelly Lynch, <gasps> um, and they they swapped it out because... Oh, wow. Wow. We didn't recognize her because she's got different hair. Yeah. She's got the, the blonde brunette. Ladies yeah. are only allowed to have one. Actually, Originally, the hair and makeup in this movie when Kelly Lynch came on the screen were like, ooh, well, yeah, that's we rude. that. I thought it's she was not, beautiful. I, you know, she's stunning, but <laughs> her stunning. hair was questionable at points. Yeah. It I, was fried. It was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's got that big 80s. And I don't think like, there's any hairspray. A hair dry, mm-hmm. It's never dried naturally. Yes. It's always yeah. a hair dryer has dried every follicle out, yep. you know? Yeah. <laughs> like the more split ends, the better. The bigger it makes it. Yes. That's why you get the volume because every hair is split to, from the yes. tip to the top. It's just standing so it's just, up. It's double volume. <laughs> um, originally, Annette Benning was cast, but they they had no chemistry. Annette Benning. Oh. Annette, oh, Benning. Annette Benning. She's, what else is she in? Uh, American Beauty is her main movie. American oh, Beauty. Okay. Mrs. Yes. Warren Beatty herself. Do you think that Lynch and Swayze had Kim? Big time. Yeah? I think he, well, yeah. I think they fully did. I don't see I him think they not having in real chemistry life. with that's, anyone. That's actually Weber. I think they boned in real life. Wow. They were so naked all the time that's in this true. movie. All yeah. are, like so comfortable with each other. Barely any dialogue. Yeah. All just smooching. Oh, wow. yes. Yeah, she's like, I'm a doctor. Cool mm. cut, bro. And then the rest of them is just like longingly looking at each other. Yeah, true. Yeah. I actually, speaking of her, there was a point where I, I remembered that what the podcast is, and I was like, "Oh, got to like take note of the female representation and talk about that." And I was like, "Oh, there hasn't been any yet." Yeah. Literally, next minute, that we go from a bar to a hospital, and all of the female characters are just in the hospital. That's where they all are. Literally, there was no not one man in that hospital scene. Yeah. Ever, everyone was women. The I'm whole like, That's stuff. where they are. <laughs> That's actually fucking. Crazy, kind of like a men are at the bar and women are in healthcare. <laughs> that, actually, that's another thing to do. Another reading on this movie: the feminist reading. All the men have no jobs, or yep. they work at this shit little pub, yeah. and, and they're all these suckers and yeah. like low life, like old coots and stuff. The women work in every field. That's the true. whole hospital, yeah, all the, the doctors hospital. are women. All the admin stuff. All the men are drunks, and all the women are doctors. <laughs> They come home every night from their busy job and they're like, what did you do today? And he's like, I killed a man at the bar. And she's like, of course you did, honey. Anyway, I'm tired. I'm going to bed. I think this is the only progressive action movie. (laughs) This is the only progressive action movie ever made. This is crazy. This is fucking wild. This is such a wild movie. Yeah. And also something about, I mean, speaking of female representation, it is interesting at the start you meet Kellyanne, the bartender, Mm -hmm. 
who, by the way, just a big continuity thing that really bothered me as an Australian <laughs> I had to take a photo of, oh, yeah. Yeah. is when she serves the beer, the head of the beer changes. <gasps> no. Oh, yeah. Look at, I mean, okay, so this is where the scene starts, is you've got in the background there two mm-hmm. normal heads. We'll put this mm-hmm. on social media. Two normal heads of beer. And then immediately, a second later, uh-oh, wow. where'd all the head go? Someone sucked the froth off that head. <laughs> yeah. But then, hold on, way too much head. Too much head. Stop it. That oh, was she, over three seconds that that she happened. She was not trained. She did <laughs> not no. study the art of baristery. angle that glass. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, Straight no. down. But that wasn't her dream anyway. She wanted to be a singer and she achieved that dream. For a, yeah. qu- a quick minute. Yes. And then straight back to old mate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But <sighs> for a second, I, they do that thing in 80s movies where they, all of a sudden there's a beautiful, ethereal, blonde woman. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, is that the love interest? But she had big titties. So it was not to be. Not to be. Um, And she was She was instead... Yeah, so this is the other blonde lady. And at one point we see her all bruised up and stuff while she's doing yoga. Is that to imply that the villain has been beating her? Yes. There was a lot of really throwaway things. I feel like that's really needed for exposition. I missed it. Oh, well. There's something (laughs) I've got to understand here. So yeah, uh, no, she and then she proved to be quite sexy mm. throughout the movie. Well, she has a long dance scene a where she strips on stage, scene. but it's like not at a strip club. No, so no, like, no, no, yeah, yeah, an impromptu <laughs> strip that is like I guess to almost uh, I don't know, to not te- in, test him, test him, or to like uh, incriminate Patrick Swayze or something in some kind of way. Can't be done. Yeah. It's so uh, yeah, it's but he, I mean, he didn't. <laughs> He definitely like, he had a fun test. time before he, he stopped her, though. Yeah, he exactly. could have stopped her. A it few wasn't until before. she yeah. kissed him and grinded on his whole body. And he was, he was like, all like, right. Was like, okay. A little too far, lady, a little too far. <laughs> she breached his barrier, if you will. He <laughs> <laughs> oh, breached his barrier. <laughs> that scene went on for so long of her dancing. Like, she did a full. Strip tease. Like yeah. it wasn't like, oh, she's big and drunk and silly. And the camera really like loved her. The character too loved that. it. That's the Cundy touch. That's, That's the, the Cundy touch. touch. You're like, wow, we got to love this. You even see her awkwardly trying to unzip her dress at one point too. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're in. Yeah. <sighs> well, that was the other two female characters that had. Yes, one true. of them had lines. True, true, true. The other one had the, the other one had lines curves. up the nose. <laughs> one had lines, one had curves. <laughs> 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 Alexi, do you have like a favourite moment from this film? Oh, yes. My favourite moment in this movie because it's just such a wild line. Uh, We touched on it earlier, (laughs) but the the main climactic fight scene is in the darkness in this, like on the side of this lake that separates these two houses, the for richer, the for poorer. I believe, like, it's just so... It's, it's early. Gas- Gatsby-esque. Yeah, it is. It is. It's Gatsby. <laughs> it's literally, it it's so oh simple. So simple symbolism. It's great. So they're on the edge of this riverbed and Swayze has been pushed to his limit, basically. And he's been like, he's escaped his former life where he accidentally killed, well, how does this accident? He killed the guy by ripping his throat out in another city. He fell! Oh. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favourite teasers is everyone, every ten minutes being like, I heard he killed a guy by ripping his throat out. Yeah. And then here, he's fighting this guy and this guy is taunting him so much. He's like the evil henchman, who's like the most evil guy in the movie. Mm-hmm. this guy that he's fighting up against now. And it's in like utter darkness. And it's just this mano a mano fight. And then the guy goes... I used to fuck guys like you in prison. And it's just like, whoa. Such a wild tone change. It's just such. There's so much to unpack in it. Such a hard line. And to me, that was a moment ago like, oh, yeah, this is a gay, bi, queer movie hidden in this action movie. Where it's like, whoa. It's like truly like this is crazy. Like what a hard line. I've never heard any line, one line in any action movie that goes as hard as I used to fuck guys like you in prison. It's like they've accidentally mes- mis- mixed up a few yeah. phrases. Yeah. Like I, I eat shit like you for breakfast or <laughs> yeah. I, I you eat... You eat pizza shit for breakfast? <laughs> yeah. I eat, like, like kill guys like you in prison. Yeah. He accidentally said fuck. He's like, oh, no. 
<laughs> and it's like I know fuck was said other times in this movie. Mm-hmm. They definitely when they were throwing yeah. down fighting, someone said fuck. That was the first time I heard fuck. Mm-hmm. I true. felt fuck. Yeah, when you, you said felt, it. You feel fuck. <laughs> yeah, and especially because it's like you cut back to Swayze and you're like, damn, this is one of the most beautiful guys. It's like <laughs> yeah. good, good for you. Guys are hotties that they got in yeah. prison, my god. I'd be going he's for just, He's just bragging. Yeah, lock me up. Throw away the key. Get send me of back. Those prisoners. And damn. Then when he just grabs, he's like push to the limit he rips his throat out and then he like takes him through the, like the bay of the river and he's yeah. just like he's like yelling he's like Wesley Wesley, Wesley. Wesley. and then Kaylee Lynch runs and I love that she's like Dr. Mode does not go to him to her love she goes immediately to this throat ripped man <laughs> and it's like he's just also disgusting imagine your your last moments in this world your throat Ooh. has been ripped out and then you're taken into a dirty river where cows do shits in it every day from this disgusting farm. It's like, and then fucking helicopter flying over top, dropping all these toxins in the lake and shit. So you're just getting, your throat is exposed and your last moments is like this disgusting mud water going into it. And it's like, oh God, like, kill me, kill me, kill me, yuck. Because of a mini mall. He's probably like, like, got that line, that... Oh, fuck, yeah. I was like, your prison line was a bit too far. Oh, <laughs> you would want it on a trophy or something at the end. Yeah. You would just go like, give me a trophy of that line etched into it. On his gravestone. Oh, that's Henchman it. Henchman number two. I used yeah. to fuck guys like you in prison. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I also love the Ben Gazzara line at the end. I said it earlier, but where he's like, what's the line exactly? You found my trophy room. The only thing missing is your ass. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna put his ass up on the wall. <laughs> so he can smooch it. I want to smooch that ass as much as I can. <laughs> uh, I really do love Ben Gazzara. I would love to give a shout out to him because I think he's a very significant actor mm-hmm. that probably doesn't isn't known as much to like you know everyday audiences. But he's worked with like probably you know a lot of the great directors. Like he worked with Peter Bogdanovich. He works with the Coen Brothers. Uh, he was a big guy on Broadway. He became like huge in the fifties because he was in Tennessee Williams' Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, I believe. So he was like, people like, oh, this guy's one of the best actors. So he's kind of like a contemporary of Brando, then also a contemporary of like, because he does American New Wave movies and stuff, contemporary of like Pacino and De Niro and all Ah. that. But he's kind of best known for being in uh, John Cassavetti's stable of actors, who was like this independent filmmaker and actor who was the first like godfather of independent films with uh, a woman under the influence with his wife, Jenna Rollins. They were like creative partners. Mm. They used to work for this little stable of actors making these kind of like improvised, movies or improvised dialogue led movies are all like these high like high tension kind of method meets melodrama stuff and Ben Gazzara was in that little group of like him Jenna Rollins Peter Falk who's Columbo and they and John Cassavetes and they would all like make these cool things together but I just love them they're like Cassavetes is like one of my big heroes and so is that little crew so it's like yeah Ben Gazzara was in with them he made Husbands with them and also The Killing of a Chinese Bookie which is like one of the great kind of gangster movies from uh, that that team too. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I just love him. He's so beautiful. He's like a lovely fella, I reckon. He sound, he seems like he would be. Lovely fella. Love him driving around that car singing along, having a time of his life. Little does he know everyone's going to die in his world. Everyone hates him so much. He's going to be shot to death by a town of people. (laughs) And he's always trying to do is bring the economy to them. Bring them into the 90s. But I'm on the town sides. I actually am on the town side. I'm on the town side. I just Mm. think it was an overreaction. For the people. The people are are it. I mean, you want to be on the town side. They're willing to lie about murder. (laughs) You don't want to be on the wrong side of the The town. The cops are in on it. Everyone's Mm. in on it. This is, I think, an action movie for the proletariat. I think it's beautiful. I like that. I think that's really beautiful. I like that. Also, I read uh, this thing that... Uh, Anthony Bourdain interviewed Bill Murray and he said the, Bill Murray was like this is one of my favourite movies and he talked about how in acting communities and acting circles it's really a respected movie despite it being like trounced by critics and the public really? yeah he said it's very respected in acting communities what? yeah did they say specifically why? 
I don't know. Maybe just performances. That people are good. I don't know. That's true. I guess the gravity. But he's probably also just friends with everyone that's in this movie. Yeah, so true. it's kind of like, oh, yeah. It's respected <laughs> by actors. He's like, everyone reads and go, oh, thank God. They took me to the premiere, so I have to say it. <laughs> <laughs> or he was like, he was about to be like, ah, oh, Roadhouse, because it's dog shit. And then he remembered he he's going to see oh, a bunch shit. of them it's next true. week at a dinner. And he's like, because everyone respects it. I just want to be friends with Kevin Teague, the guy that brings <laughs> Patrick Swayze out to the, <laughs> to the bar in the first place. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that have him guy. angry at me at dinner. There's so many men in this film. Yeah. I just remembered that guy. There and is so one point where I got... Men. There's yes. some really fat blokes in this mm-hmm. movie. I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah, good rap. Good rap. Big boy representation. Big bo- like, big really boy. some of the biggest boys in movies yeah, is actually, in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, they had to have some big ones so they could have a reason to call Patrick Wazie Wazie small. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true. It's all in aid of the juxtaposition. <laughs> I would not a small guy. Gosh. <laughs> And I tell you this, one other thing that I learned about the remake, because it's coming out this year. Oh, shit. It's like, it's a Jake Gyllenhaal remake. And I think the one error that they've made that I've read is they try to make sense of why he's a famous bouncer. No, you can't. No, mm. just accept. Yeah, This just is another it. world where mm-hmm. there are celebrity bouncers. I think accept that's it. Because I think that's, to me, that's the beauty of the movies that you just have to go, this guy's renowned as a bouncer when they go, you hear, wait, that's Dalton? Dalton? Yeah. We don't that's even Dalton? need a last name. We just know him. Like, he, yeah. we, that she recognizes him, that woman, just from his first name. Wow. It's like, what? That's beautiful. A rep. The remake, apparently, he is ex UFC fighter that has gone into retirement and now he's a bouncer. So I'm like, okay, I guess they're trying to make sense of like. This, but I don't want it to make sense. Beauty should not make sense. It's so beautiful not making mm-hmm. sense. Poetry does not need to make sense. In Do my you mind. think it'll? They'll take it really seriously. I and wonder. Earnest. I actually, I do wonder. I hope they put some camp in there. I hope that because Logan Paul is, or Jake Paul, whichever one the fighter is, I don't know. Jake Paul. Jake Paul. Logan Paul's the YouTuber guy, or is he also a fighter? They're I both. Don't know. Wow. YouTubers, and one of them is a fighter. I have Wow. And the fact that Conor McGregor's in it as well, I'm like, it can't be that serious. Okay. Like, if that's who you've cut, there has to be a silly a element silly? to it. Okay. It that is directed sense. by Doug Lyman, who is uh, Swingers, Goo, The Born Identity, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, uh, Age what? of Tomorrow, and American Made. So, I reckon they'll be camp. I trust, I actually really like a lot of his movies. So, it'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, Mr. and Mrs. Smith has the serious storyline but with like levity mm-hmm. moments and stuff That's so true. hopefully he employs that That's true. and it's all oh actually it could be perfect do you know who's in a supporting role mm. is uh this guy billy magnuson <gasps> i love billy magnuson from game nights oh from my aladdin God. let me look at his beautiful this guy He's just got so, – he mm-hmm. was also in Promising Young Woman. Mm-hmm. He's so funny, yes. this guy. I think yeah. – okay, I'm actually going to give this movie the time knowing that he's in it. Okay. I think that he's really – he might be something – like if they're casting him in it, I think they get the movie maybe. Maybe he I think plays yeah, he, the yeah. Wesley character. He'd be amazing. <gasps> wow. Wow, wow, Brad wow. Wesley. <laughs> I think this guy's got it. I think he's got it. We'll have to bring you back on for it. Yes. Let's do it. Oh, what? I thought they're filming it now, but it's got no release date. Fuck. What if this movie takes forever to come out? Oh, what if it, it never comes out? Oh, I don't want to see this movie. by the strike, is it? Oh, maybe. Oh, oh, that may have Filming that. began in the Dominican Republic August 23, 2022. Oh. On March 3, 2023, Gyllenhaal shot a scene with a former UFC fighter Jay Heron following the ceremonial weigh-ins for UFC 285 at the MGM Grand Casino in Las Vegas. Over six months since they started shooting, Mm. you would surely think. So Mm. they filmed a few scenes at UFC fights, it seems, to get the where they've got all the crowd in place and stuff like that. Oh, for the backstory. Yeah. Okay. Or maybe he gets back in the ring. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe it's a Rocky crossover. Mm. Even the Rocky's not MMA. It's fighting in a ring. That's well, you know, Rocky fights uh, Hulk Hogan in the movie. That's mixed martial arts. It's oh. mixing two fighting styles, <laughs> boxing versus wrestling. <laughs> mixed martial arts. <laughs> uh, okay, well, Alexia, do yes. you have a favourite part of the film? Um, My favourite part of the film, the monster truck, the inexplicable <laughs> monster oh, truck. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they never explain why oh. they got a truck. It's just so fun. It's so stupid and silly. That to me screams the props department was like they mm-hmm. bought it and then they were like, it got, we have to scrap it. And they were like, no, no. And then they told them how much it cost and they yeah. were like, 
All okay. right, I guess it's going to be in every third scene for no reason. <laughs> I also think it's a pure understanding of the movie that they're making that a normal ute would suffice, but like, no, it's the biggest True. fucking car you've ever seen in your life. True. The tires are <laughs> taller than every actor in this movie. Cundy has to set up a new angle just to fit it in. Okay, we need the wider lens. <laughs> we need to get the wider lens to fit this thing in screen. Cundy's like, you're lucky you got me for the oh, Cundy touch in this Gundy one. The Cundy touch, the Cundy touch. Wow. <laughs> Vic, was there a scene that you loved the most? Oh, God. I think it was the first establishing scene of like how the crazy pussy kick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and really I set the tone, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I also, I did really like the laundromat scene mm. between like the G, the wet G string. Oh, sure. The, from mm. just like him doing his laundry yep. to all of a sudden tits in the background. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I like, this is this so heightened. So oh, much going well, on. He's got to watch those karate geese, you yeah. know? You do. They're covered in blood. <laughs> they watch that ca- They're covered karate in throat casual. Blood. <laughs> <laughs> and just a big shout out to all the beautiful titties in this film. Mm. They were gorgeous, so gorgeous, gorgeous 80s titties. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, all right, we have some questions to wrap up. Alexi, did this movie make you horny? Absolutely. A few times it makes yep. me horny, but specifically that Sam Elliott that patch, mm. that musky patch of a man. Stop saying musky. It's musky. It's, yeah. I can He's visceral. Like, Let me show you my <laughs> scar. It's right near my dick. I just <laughs> love that. It's so crazy. Because aren't they at like a cafe or something? Yeah, just in a cafe. That cafe is like, let me show you. And he just lowers his jeans more than you should ever do in public. Absolutely. And then lifts his shirt up as well. And you're just like, you're about to see this guy's hog. <laughs> yes, you're about shot. to see a famous mustachioed hog in this movie. It's uh, I think that's fucking wild, and yep. it's so it's hot. It's hot. It's real hot. Maybe <laughs> there is like yeah, the, you know the the roadhouse video search of that is <laughs> also you know like a public display of something. Linked. Thank you. Did this movie make you horny? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yes. The sex scene was hot. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, <laughs> that sex scene's mullets. a little bit like um the Eight Mile sex scene, you know? Oh, yeah, that's right. a little but bit of that. Least, yeah. At least yeah. Marshall made it obvious he was penetrating. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea. I'm still yeah. reeling from this. Yeah, that's look for the, the scoop. Yeah. It's the scoop the of the hips. Will tell you. <laughs> the secret is you need to show someone spitting on the hand yeah. at a certain point. Do you know why I didn't know? Because I didn't hear it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, the vacuum is sealed. <laughs> Get some foley in the, there. the unmistakable vacuum seal of coitus. Vacuum seal of coitus. Yes, we all know. It's, we're f- mightily familiar with that. <laughs> That's where the foley artist gets a vacuum cleaner <laughs> and a pile of baloney and just. <laughs> That's how they do it in Hollywood, folks. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I can't breathe. That's the only thing that they should do. They should have recut of this, and they just had a <laughs> little. That's it. One little extra sound out of it. Alex goes, "Oh, okay." Oh. <laughs> I get it. They're fucking. Oh, yeah. he's inside her, babe. <laughs> yeah. Although inaudible, it was the vacuum yeah. seal of coitus that made me horny. I think every movie should have a line. Just go, is it in? Yeah, it's in. <laughs> they should have, everyone should whisper a confirmation <laughs> when it goes in. Is it in yet? Yeah, it's in. I'd <laughs> 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 be so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and would we recommend this movie on a date? Oh, I actually wonder because it's kind of like, well, I mean, you've experienced it on a date. I mean, you can, and you said you it can speak your firsthand. <laughs> Look, I think that the first like eighty minutes of this movie would be great on a date, mm-hmm. but the last just like forty-ish minutes of hyper violence would yeah. be a bit of a turn off. It so. is crazy how the violence escalates because it's not an unviolent movie, yeah. but by the end it's like fucking guys getting their bodies ripped up oh by guns and stuff like that. Like how you know it's bar fights. It starts in bar it's fight bar world. Brawls, people yeah. punching, people kicking each other. Someone's got a knife every now and then <laughs> and stuff like. Swayze gets cut up by a knife a little bit, but literally when Ben Gazzara's gets shot seven or eight times by the townspeople, yeah. I think that's actually so violent. Like <laughs> yes. it's so violent. Crazy. 
It's like different colors of blood are accessed. <laughs> They're inventing new shades of red like on his body at certain points. <laughs> Alexia, would you recommend this movie? Look, I would. I had a lot of fun with it. So I think, yeah, if you're going to if you have fun with this movie, I think it would be a great date movie. I think like it, it would it, this movie would play so well with a crowd, I reckon. If you could do like yes. a screening, yeah. like if there's a screening and oh, you're I would, I would love say, to watch this with a crowd. Oh, and you find the right person, <gasps> like the right date, like if you just know and you go see this in a cinema, I actually think it would be fucking ripper and you'll probably fuck on the stone wall probably. outside the cinema right after. <laughs> Get that going. <laughs> Bob's your uncle. Oh, uh, and ratings. Okay. How many vacuous yeah, how coital... Many? <laughs> <laughs> is it vacuous coital seals? seals? Yeah. <laughs> Out of five. Wow. I'm at the... Between a 4.5 and a 5. <laughs> and that was going quite deep, that one. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that went like, to the back yeah. of the throat. It scratched your throat, didn't it? <laughs> it went all the way up to the throat from the bottom. Okay, Beck, how many vacuum seals? I would give it a really deep 3.5. <laughs> oh, that was deep. Yeah. You choked on that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I really liked it, but the last 40 minutes of, like, super violence did lose me yeah. a little bit. But I still love this movie, and I think people should would enjoy watching it. Yeah. What about you? I'm the same. I'm a, a hard 3.5. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Someone came out. It. No, I had to prolize it. Oh, okay. uh, oh yes. more than one. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah, I fucking loved it. I don't know if I loved it in the way that the filmmakers wanted me to love it, but that doesn't matter because it's enjoyable and it's film and I fucking loved it. It's a movie that's hard to tell the intent, but I do feel the intent is there. Yeah. I do feel the intent is there because it's like they did like the the costume meets the vision Mm. meets the soundtrack meets Mm. everything. I'm just like, this is a movie that someone thought a lot about and it's got a very unique feeling, this movie. It does, yeah. But I do think you're right. It is the audience's interpretation of this film does change over time. Mm. I don't believe your ex is watching this movie the same way that either of us are watching this movie. No, absolutely not. I think he takes it very... Seriously. I can see if you grew up with this as a young boy, this movie would fucking slap. Imagine yeah. if you got yeah. to watch this as a kid. Oh my god, you'd be like oh, it's per- introduce the kid. vacuum of seal so early in <laughs> life. <laughs> Wait, no, kids can't watch this movie. I just remembered <laughs> what's in it. Yeah, <laughs> I must imagine a six-year-old boy going, Yes, wet G strings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think Oh yeah. no, he can't kiss her tits, he doesn't have 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> This movie is jam-packed. Oh, my God. Well. That brings us to the end. That brings I could talk forever about the this end. movie. Thank you so much for joining us, Alexi. My pleasure. I was so glad to finally talk about this movie on the record. And <sighs> I couldn't think of two people I more wanted to speak to about this movie. Thank you. Thank you. I was so glad to rewatch this under different circumstances. <laughs> I'm glad so I could provide it to you. You've got a new memory to associate with this movie. And thank you for bringing us new phrases such as karate casual, <laughs> um, <laughs> vacuum <laughs> seal. Vacuum <laughs> Think we'll back in the seal coitus. Coitus. <laughs> <laughs> my pleasure, my pleasure. The pleasure uh, was all mine. A shared pleasure, if you will. A shared pleasure of the unmistakable vacuum seal coitus. Still unmistakable. <laughs> oh, that's unmistakable. Uh, well, if people want to hear more of your beautiful mm. voice, where can they find you? Well, you can hear me and Cameron James on our relaunched podcast. Uh, it's called Special Features with Cameron James and Alexi Toliopoulos. It is on the same podcast network because you guys DM podcast, DM media. It's mm. all there. Mm. Uh, and we basically talk about the past, present and future of popular culture every week. A little bit of history, a little bit of news, and then a topic of interest somewhere in the middle that we want to talk about. So we've done the best movies of the year so far. We mm. talked about Bob and the Heimer, mm. and now the latest one is I tell Cameron about something really strange that in the 1990s Steven Spielberg had a themed restaurant that was theme, a submarine themed restaurant oh and I'd never God. heard about it Cameron had never heard about it and it was my true delight to tell him all about it oh. surprise and delight him with one of the weirdest hidden mysteries that uh, That's that basically That's doesn't amazing. exist in any realm but it's called Dive <laughs> 
Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see pictures? It looks crazy. But we get deep into it. See and you what did it's another episode as well, which I personally is my favourite so Ooh. far of the relaunch oh, yeah. of the fi- uh, <laughs> different uh, uh, actors who have released albums. Yeah, actors, movie stars, vanity project albums. Oh my oh. God. Yeah. Which ones did you cover? Well, we got a little bit of Steven Seagal's <gasps> dulcet tones in yes. there, a little bit of Jamie Foxx, who's actually a really great, talented singer and mm. musician. Um, Did you do William Shatner? No, but I think oh, he does get evoked. So I do think we say his name out loud yeah. on that episode because He's a good one. it's a significant album. <laughs> yes, I'm the Rocket Man. <laughs> Burning. That little cigarette in his hand, singing uh, away. Yeah, William. Yeah. Well, but who else did we say? There was some. Oh, William H Macy. Macy. I found William H Macy's SoundCloud like five years ago, no way. and like it's only got like under a thousand listens and stuff. A lot of them are me just telling people about it, <laughs> and finally it's on the record. Going like, yeah, here's William H Macy's SoundCloud. Yeah. What about Jeremy Renner? Oh. You've got to be a part two. Okay, so oh, my God. me two. on. Yeah. I love this shit. you got to do a part two. Jeremy Renner. Fuck yeah. Wowza. He does a lot of um, swag rock. What's that? <laughs> it's anything you would hear in like a car commercial. Oh. <laughs> I can see it. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. And where can people find you online on the socialers? Ooh, on my socials. I'm a socialite. At this is Alexi on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd. And yeah, threads. And Whoa. I have not done a thread in a couple of weeks. Okay. I don't think I like it, but I don't like many of the other ones else. So anyway, I'm like, what so. can I do? <laughs> They're all there. Um, but uh, probably most active on Letterboxd, I would say. Cool. So if you love movies, follow me over there, babe. Love it. Follow me over there, babe. That's babe, what I'll say, babe. Get over there, babe. Follow me over there, babe. And if you want to hear more of Alexi on our podcast as well, head over to our Gold Class last week's mm-hmm. episode. We did a very fun uh, What Have You Watched with Alexi. So head over there. Links are in the show notes. <gasps> Thank you so much for joining us, Lex. My pleasure. We love you. And finally. Sorry, you were like, love you. And I was like, and <laughs> finally. And finally, she's admitted she loves me. Finally. It's my turn to speak. <laughs> I love you too, but also a kumite to you both. And a kumite to you and yours. <laughs> 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 <laughs>